0: Welcome to the Hotter on Top Podcast, hosted by me, Becca Kavanaugh. This podcast is the place where I share with you the behind the scenes of building an online service-based business without the hustle. I went from working multiple jobs, hustling 12 hours a day, you name it, I have been there to channeling my genius into a potent business that gives me the freedom and flexibility to work whenever and however the fuck I want. Now I am here to help you sell out your services without losing your sanity or yourself by using belief work and sustainable strategies so you can build a business that supports your dream life. Think of this podcast as your dose of deep business and personal development that will give you the juice and confidence you need to start taking audacious action on your desires right now. So if you're ready to feel hot and on top, then let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I am so excited to dive in today's episode because we're doing a year in review. And if you guys know me, you know, I love the new year. I love me some new year vibes. I love reflecting just it's all also good. And I, I will admit it's been a little bit of a like rocky way to get to this feeling because normally I just love going into the new year and it's a no-brainer for me. But this year, I I don't know if it was just me. I got sick in December. Um, I also- hosted for the first time I hosted Christmas at my house, like as an adult, and I hosted my parents and my partner's parents. And that was stressful. And there was just so much going on. Also, my partner recently got a new job, which he's loving, but that was just also a really big change in our lives as well. So I don't know, I was just completely out of routine. Like, basically all of december so i think it kind of makes sense that i was just like really focused on that and like oh my god i can't even think about the new year or new year's resolutions or reflecting or any of those things but now that we're kind of back into a routine i'm so excited for the new year i think going into 2023 i have never felt the most grounded and like centered and really hopeful for the new year and Feeling um not like this sense of <laughs> overwhelmingly like ecstatic, but just this like grounded confidence, which I think feels a little bit better. It feels a little bit more, yeah, level and just uh, nourishing to my nervous system. So I'm so excited to kind of walk you through my 2022, what that looked like, the lessons I learned and all the things that you can kind of dissect along the way. So that way you hopefully can kind of evaluate and take for yourself. I invite you as I evaluate my year in business. I hope that you also take this podcast and listen and evaluate your own business because that's really where we're going to start to see change is when we start evaluating, reflecting, and changing what we could do differently and keeping on the things that have worked, right? So I'm going to be walking you through what worked for my year in business, what didn't work for my year in business, what I want to do differently in 2023, my my intentions are. And also, I'm going to be talking about a lot of personal stuff um, in this episode. Episode. So I hope that you guys love this episode. Thank you for being along for the ride. And let's dive in. So 2022 was definitely a year that I feel like not a whole lot happened. I'm going to be completely honest. Like I didn't feel like there was this exponential growth. I didn't feel like there was all these things going on. However, I will say that 2022, I think was a very necessary year. I feel like I said this in the last year in review for 2021, but um, I still feel the same. I feel like 2022 was very necessary because I had a lot of shifts in the year that have really grounded me, centered me, have really led me down a whole new path that I feel so much more clear about. And so again, I think that the work I've put in this year was very necessary and the changes I made were very necessary, even though they didn't reap like a whole lot of benefits. Now, that doesn't mean I didn't have some amazing wins this year. So one of my amazing highlights and wins that I truly, truly celebrated was I hit one of my biggest revenue goals of my entire business career. So since I have been a business owner, when I started doing hair way back when I was 20 years old... I have never made this much money in my life. So that was amazing. Not only did I make that in a month, I kind of made it in a couple weeks, which was insanity to me. And it really proved to me that I can do this. I was meant to do this. I all Everything I had been working towards was also meant for me. Like all the things I was seeing around Income goals and everything like that was also meant for me. And I think as business owners, especially when it comes to money, we look at everybody around us and we go, God, like, when is that going to happen for me? And the thing was, is that I kind of wasn't even expecting it to happen. I didn't even think that that was in the realm of possibility for me. And it just did. And it felt super easy, super grounded. I, Received that with such grace, and just yeah, it, it was such a beautiful moment for me to experience that. And I think, again, when we look at other people, we're looking at um, what are they doing? What, how can we get there? And I think that this served as a reminder to me is that business always, always, always will surprise you. And sometimes it surprises you in a really bad way, but. A lot of the times it surprises you in an amazing way, right? And so I thought that hitting this revenue goal was going to take me years and years and years, and I still had a lot of work to get through, but I hit it way sooner than I thought I would. And so that was really just insightful to me. It reaffirmed a lot of the things I was working on, and it reaffirmed what I was doing was working, right? And another thing that was a highlight this year was that I launched my very first group program, Savvy and Seductive CEO, which I got to meet some of the most amazing clients I have ever worked with. And It really inspired me and watching them go go throughout the process, seeing results, feeling the difference of no longer having to work hard and hustle and have those feelings of constantly go, 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 and seeing them reap those benefits in just about eight weeks was mind-blowing to me and, again, reaffirmed to me how this work is something that I have been Working towards and meant to do. And, and that, you know, sometimes I think we forget when we've been doing the work for so, so long, it starts to become second nature to us. And the things that we are teaching our clients it's not second nature to them right because we've been the ones doing the work we've been the ones kind of moving forward and now we're helping others do the same and i think it was one of those moments that i was like oh yeah this is this is what i've been working towards so that was a very cool moment as well so those were my top highlights of the year now let's kind of dive into what worked and what didn't work starting with what worked in my business this year number 1 just no doubt about it, was investing in a coaching program and deepening my self-coaching practice. I joined a lifetime coaching program that I'm so happy to be a part of. It's really changed my mindset. It's changed how I show up in my business. And a, a lot of these things I knew, it was just presented to me in a different way. And I think that as clients, we're always kind of searching for like, what's the coach that's going to help? it click for me, you know, and that was, I kind of had that moment this year. And I don't think that this will be the only moment that I have, but it makes me feel good and grounded that I'm in a good, clean space in the coaching industry. And I know I've talked a lot about the coaching industries and some of my, you know, hesitations around it, but now being in this program, I feel so proud to be a coach. I feel proud to do the work that I do. And I, truly believe that it's so transformational because of what I'm seeing and how I have been such a better coach because of this program. I My coaching skills have just went overnight and now my clients are getting way faster results. They're retaining more information. They are literally just like what is going on like they're they're just as shocked as I am about how much my coaching style has changed and how it's really benefited them and the investment that they are making so that was absolutely number 1 what is working what's going to continue to work and I'm just so happy that I've been able to cultivate this practice that have worked for me. And now I can't wait to share with you guys everything that I've cultivated and I continue to cultivate inside my own programs and what that's going to look like. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that later. And then number two for what worked is I went back to my part-time job. So before the pandemic, when I did hair, I still worked a part-time job um, at a coffee shop and When the pandemic hit, obviously I lost both of those incomes and then things were kind of in limbo and, you know, I couldn't work for a really long time. You know the story. Well, when I started my online business, I essentially just kind of didn't go back to the part-time job. I just, you know, kind of kept, I wanted to really make sure that my online business was kind of going off the ground and that it was a little bit more on autopilot that I wasn't investing so much time. And it's, it's kind of funny because I had the same journey with hair. Like when I started doing hair, I went at it kind of full time. And then when I saw that I was able to kind of take a step back and it was kind of running without me or like I had a lot of things in place already, I was like, oh, I want to get a part-time job. So that's essentially what happened. This year I did decide to go back to my part-time job. And honestly, it's been the best decision for my business. And I will literally take this to my grave whenever my clients come to me and they're like, you know, feeling like their business isn't fulfilling them. They're feeling like they can't make their bills with their business alone. They're putting a lot of pressure on their business. I go instantly get a job, just get a job, get a part-time job. And sometimes we realize like that it wasn't actually real. Like I'm, I'm telling you in the same breath that I, you know, Made my highest income ever this past year. And then at the same time, I went back to my part time job. It's because it wasn't necessarily about the amount of money I was making, it was how I was feeling about it. And I started to feel like having an online business, I started to feel a little bit lonely. I started to feel a little bit like I didn't have like a sense of community, like in my community. Like I live in a very tight knit community and I felt very disconnected to it at the time. And I was just like putting a lot of pressure on my business to be my everything. And I decided like, I'm gonna let, I wanna let my business be its own thing separate from me. And one of the ways that I did this was by going back to my part-time job. And I cannot tell you, like, it has given my business so much more life. And here's the thing, too. Like, I necessarily did not need to go back to this job to pay my bills, but I know a lot of my clients have expressed to me this concern around, like, that they're not making enough in their business, that they're not, you know, seeing the return that they want to see just yet, et cetera, et cetera. And They are afraid that going back to a job will keep them stuck and won't actually help them build a business. But how I see it is that my part-time job gives my business room to breathe. It's actually giving me access to build my business. Because if I'm worried about like hitting my financial goals, this was a big piece of it. I have a lot of personal financial goals. I want to have a wedding. I want to, you know, save up for all these things. And I was putting so much pressure on my business to like fulfill that for me. But then I realized that's a personal goal that I'm putting pressure on my business to achieve. When I didn't need my business to fulfill that for me, like I decided that I'm going to find different means to figure it out. And I'm no longer going to put pressure on my business to fulfill this. It can be one of the avenues that I fulfill it, but it's not going to be the sole avenue. And just by taking the action of going back to my part-time job has not just like, it's given me community. It's given me a sense of like getting back to working with my hands, which I really love. It's given me a sense of energy that I kind of forgot that I had. Um, I have a lot of friends again. It's honestly amazing. And I think that I've kind of like, there was a part of me that feared around sharing that I went back to my part-time job, especially as a business coach. Um, Because the thing is, is that I I feared that like maybe people would perceive it a certain way or, you know, whatever, whatever. But I want to be the business coach that shows you that you can be unconventional And that means practice what I preach, (laughs) you know? And that means that I don't wanna put pressure on my business. I don't want you to put pressure on your business. And part of relieving some of that pressure might be your mindset or it might be going back and getting a job, and that's okay. You know, like it can be all the things. And I've also realized that I've actually learned a lot from being back at my part time job because my part time job has taught me a lot about management, it's taught me a lot about what being an employee means again. (laughs) It's taught me a lot about all of those perceptions, all the things that I kind of forgot about a little bit. And eventually I see my business growing into something where I have a team, where I have um, team members that I manage, that I bring into my business. And it's been such a huge reminder of kind of the do's and don'ts and things that I want to look out for when I do get to that stage of my business. So it's brought me a lot of value in so many different ways. And I think that that's what I would invite you into is that if you're contemplating getting a job or any of those things, don't look at your job by being something that is going to hurt your business. Look at it as a way that is helping your business. It's giving access to your business. It's helping you build your dream. Like, And you just get to clock in, clock out, get your bills paid, do whatever you got to do. right? And you can learn a lot of valuable skills from your job and that, yes, being a business owner is the goal that I want. I want you quit in your job. I want all the things, right? But it doesn't have to be your everything all the time, right? You're allowed to kind of go back. Everybody's business journey will look differently. And that's ultimately the message here is that what worked was that I chose my own path for my business and I didn't let other things infiltrate that? Okay, that was kind of a long answer. So going to number three, what worked is that I zoned in on one platform. So as you guys know, before... This past year, I was kind of, at the beginning of the year, I was trying to be on all the platforms. I was trying to do all the things. Um, And this past year, I closed down my Facebook groups. I completely took myself off of Facebook. I completely kind of took a step back from TikTok. I basically zoned in on Instagram, my podcast, and my email list. And that was it. And that was such a huge relief. I was no longer having all this mental chatter on where to go, what to post, where to post it all the things. And I was just able to focus in on my one community in my one areas. And it's given me so much more of my time back, my energy back, but also a lot more of my focus back. And I knew that this was the strategy I needed to do from all along, but I was having a lot of like scarcity mindset around it. But honestly, I, I didn't lose anything by shutting down my Facebook group and taking myself off of Facebook and not really being on TikTok. I didn't lose out on anything. I didn't lose out on clients. I didn't lose out on money. I didn't lose out on anything. If anything, I just got my time back. (laughs) If anything, I just gained. So this is your sign as well to zone in on one platform, let it be your platform, and then just go all in with it, okay? Okay, so now let's get to the T. What didn't work? Number one is my mindset and being stuck in comparison. So like I said before, I kind of joined the pro- uh, coaching program I invested in and also the um like self-coaching practices that I've really cultivated. The beginning of this year, my mindset was just not it. Like I was really stuck in comparison. I was trying to like mimic what other people were doing. I was really stuck in my head around how things weren't working. Um I had a lot of losses this year. It It was really hard. So I (laughs) – it didn't work that I didn't kind of have a good, like, bounce-back rate this year. That's something I want to work into – work on in the next year is like when you have a failed launch or something didn't go well, um, you know, whatever, like you didn't get the result that you wanted and you kind of don't bounce back from it and you kind of stay where you're at and you don't really make any moves. You are still kind of stuck in that like not so good feeling. That's what I struggled with this year. And so what I've been really working on is my mindset and releasing comparison, looking more so at what works for me what i want to do with my business and how i want to convey my message to the world right um another thing that didn't work was kind of holding myself back from hustling now this may seem controversial or counterintuitive to everything i've talked about but i really held myself back from working hard this year and i kind of regret doing that Um, And what I mean by this is kind of seeing myself in this light of that I shouldn't work harder. I was a little bit too afraid to work harder. I was a little too afraid to burn myself out instead of just like pushing myself and seeing how I would handle it, right? So instead I would be like, oh, I don't want to over push. I don't want to like, you know, I don't, I don't want to burn myself out. And I was scared of that instead of just trusting that I would know when to stop you get what I'm saying? Like I would kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's like a stop and go type mentality. And I would stop before I would get to the finish line. Right. Or I would, you know, kind of stop midway through thinking that I would need a break, even though I didn't feel like I needed a break. Right. I was like pre breaking. (laughs) I was breaking too soon, you know, and I wasn't following through and I wasn't trying new things and I wasn't pushing myself because I was afraid that I was going to burn myself out. And so now I'm kind of taking on the mindset that I just can trust myself more and that I know my limits and that I will stop when I start to feel tired. I was stopping myself before I even felt tired though, you know? So that kind of didn't work for me this year. And that's something I'm going to change in the new year. Um, another thing was not launching like more long form content. So in 2021, I did a lot of free events. I did a lot of, um, workshops. I did a lot of things like that and I kind of shied away from that this year and I don't really know why. I think it comes back to like the fear of the hustling thing, um, which kind of leads me to my next thing is that in 2021, I kind of did burn myself out on workshops and free things and free events all the time because I was kind of throwing things out and not really reusing content. I wasn't really evaluating on what worked and kind of build upon that. What I kept doing was just throwing things out. And so once I would launch something, I'd be like, okay, it's done. I would throw it out. I would never touch it again. And then I would never do that same process again. And I would just start the next thing. And I would start all over from scratch. And so of course that burnt me out. And so it kind of turned me off from doing more long form content, which I do, I do see how that potentially hurt my business this past year. But again, it's like live and learn type of situation. And I think, what I needed to do differently or what I want to do differently is to no longer just throw things out, but to build upon them, to expand upon them and to really evaluate what worked and then get rid of the things that didn't work, you know? Okay. So then let's go into my intentions for 2023, as you can kind of get, as I was talking about, like what didn't work, what did work. um, I don't want to be afraid to work hard this year. So what I'm actually going to do is I've challenged myself to actually push myself this year. I am going to push myself this year and see how it goes. I'm going to trust that I will know when to stop. And I'm also going to trust that if I push too hard, that I will give myself time to recover. I'm no longer going to be battling with this mentality of like, am I hustling too hard? Am I gonna burn out? Am I gonna do this? Am I gonna do that? I have learned and really evaluated what has worked for me, what hasn't. I've taken so much time to rest these past few years. And then now I think it's just kind of go time. You know what I mean? Like It's kind of like to ramp things up and see how it goes. Because now I really, I know what it looks like to rest and to kind of break before I, <laughs> to rest before I'm even tired. Now I want to know what it looks like to actually push myself and what I, and see what I'm truly capable of. Capable of in this season of my business, right? Um, another thing that I want to kind of build upon is I want to build more ways to better my clients' results. So I have a lot of plans for this year around client experience. I am going to build about about a curriculum for my clients that will only be for my one-on-one clients. I'm looking at potentially offering some quarterly things that might be fun. Um, anything and everything that I can provide for my clients to help them get better results. So that means that a lot of the things that I'm going to be doing this year is watching and studying my clients. I'm going to see what is working for them, what isn't. I'm going to evaluate how I can serve them better to get them better results. And I am going to do that in a holistic realm while they'll all get to benefit from it. So I'm going to see the common themes of what's going on with my clients and then start to build upon that. And I already have some ideas based off of what I've already worked on with my clients. So that's what's going to go into the current curriculum curriculum Curriculum. And I'm just going to expand upon that so that way they can get better results. So, this means challenges. This means curriculum. This means potentially group calls, bonus calls, anything that I can do to help serve my clients better. I am going to focus on this year. And then this also leads to my last intention, which is evaluating, evaluating, evaluating everything. Again, I don't want to throw the things out this year. I want to expand upon them. I want to expand upon what works. I want to throw out what doesn't. And this means that I have to evaluate things. I think that for so long I was struggling with evaluating, partially because I can be a really harsh critic on myself. But um, another part was I just genuinely didn't know how to evaluate. Um, So now that I've learned how to evaluate, and this is a skill that I'm also going to be teaching my clients, is Um, Now that I know how to evaluate, I can go in with a more neutral headspace. I can learn from those things. And um, yeah, now that I have less of a charge and pressure around my business, I can look at it through a more neutral lens, which means that I'm going to be able to actually improve a lot of the things in my business um, and look at my blind spots a little bit more. So I'm very, very, very excited about that. I also have some personal goals that I'll just share really quickly. Um, I am really getting back into a movement routine. Um, something I've really struggled with is consistent movement. And I also struggle with eating. Um, I don't know why necessarily, but I struggle with eating three meals a day. I I don't know. I just kind of got in the mindset a long time ago that I didn't like to cook. I didn't, <laughs> that it was kind of a waste of time, that meal planning was too much and all these things. And I've kind of gotten to the bad habit of only eating like one or two meals a day. And that's what I'm going to be changing because then I would look back and be like, oh, that's why I wasn't energized. That's why I wasn't seeing results in uh, the body that I want to have and all these things. And and it's this weird predicament because I love my body and I love what I'm able to do, but I just want to improve and I want to feel better. I've been feeling kind of tired um, in the sense of like, because I'm not feeling my body. So I'm going to be fueling my body this year, being more intentional with that. And you guys, this is something that's really very exciting, but I think something big is going to be happening in my relationship this year and i'm not going to say anything just yet but i've been having some conversations with my partner and i think some things are going to be changing very soon and i'll let you know when it's actually official but i think that that is going to be happening this year so i'm very excited about that very 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 excited and i can't wait to Kind of move forward with that in my personal life and focus in on that. So I'm very, very excited. I have a lot going on. Um, that's happening this year. Oh, something that I also did this year um that is more of so a personal thing. Um, I paid off one of my credit cards, which had about seven thousand dollars worth of debt on it, and I something like debt has weighed so heavily on me. I've worked really hard on my mindset around my debt, my relationship to my debt. And being able to pay that off um, was weirdly neutral (laughs) because of all the work I've done, but also satisfying. Um, It's so good to feel like I actually have some of my money back, that I am able to save more, that I'm able to just focus on that moving forward and have a better relationship with my numbers. And so I'm very excited about that. And I'm very proud of that, that I was able to accomplish that this year because a lot of my things that were on my credit card were investments that I made for my business. So it's it's really exciting that I was able to do that and be able to pay that off finally. So that's something that I forgot to mention. That I, How could I miss that? Uh, <laughs> I was so focused on the business part that I completely forgot that personal, um, that personal accomplishment that I had this past year. So I'm very excited going into 2023. I think that there's so much in store for me this year. I have a good head on my shoulders this year, and I hope that you do too. And thank you for being here. Thank you for being here throughout the year, listening to the podcast consistently. I know a lot of you guys are avid listeners of the podcast. I know that there's a lot of top fans here. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. I hope that 2022 served you well and I want to know what you have in store for 2023. Are you starting a business? Are you expanding on your business? Are you wanting to work less and make more money? Are you wanting to build a peaceful business this year? Are you wanting to push yourself like me this year, right? What are you looking forward to the most? What goals do you have? I want to know. So send me a DM, get in contact with me on Instagram at Becca Joe Cavanaugh. I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. And if you want 2023 to be the year that you build a profitable and peaceful business, you know where to find me. I would love to support you. I would love to help. And there's so much that I have in store for you guys this year, especially my clients. So it's it's gonna be the year that you'll wanna get into one-on-one coaching. Let me just say that. It's gonna be the year you wanna get in, okay? Thank you so much again, and we will chat very soon. If you are serious about making more money in your business without the hustle, then you better get on my email list. Sign up now with the link in the show notes to receive two exclusive trainings on client attraction that will help you sign your dreamiest clients fast. If you're ready to go the next level, you can learn how to work with me by going to my website, www.bekkajoekavanagh.com. Thank you so much for listening and we will chat next week.